Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You are listening to the Game Global Podcast, hosted by Kieran Callum. <laughs> Best advice ever. So, okay, I'm going to get started. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Game Global Podcast, hosted by me, Kieran Callum. This is the show that is here to give you tips, tools, and resources that you can use to smash your dating, your romantic, and your sexual goals. Now, it has actually been a while since I've had a conversation with a lovely woman, a lovely lady, about dating, sex and relationships. I figured it was high time, absolutely high time that we fixed that and got someone here. So now I have my friend, the lovely, the sexy, the intelligent Perry here to talk to me. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. It's an honour to be here. It really, really is. Oh, cheers. Well, I appreciate that to the nth degree. Now, question I would just like to ask to get started is, what are, actually, I've got two main ones. So what are some of the things that men do wrong, let's say sexually and romantically, and what are some of the things that you think they do right? Okay. I think, okay, so not sexually, communicating, I think they can often try to portray themselves to be something that they're not, to impress the woman. And Mm. I I can find that I can see right through that and it comes across cringy. It's not authentic at all, it's just cringy. And I think a lot of men try to act a certain way to please a woman rather than just being themselves, which would actually please the woman more, if that makes sense. Or impress it the woman does, more. it does. So, all right. So, from your perspective, then, what would you say guys are doing? You're saying that guys are trying to be something that they're not. Is there? Is it like a bunch of different things that you see guys trying to be and do, or is there like a general archetype that men seem to think that you want, and they're all trying to be that thing? Definitely the second thing you said, especially with the work that I've just uh. started to do. Um, I'm quite a spiritual woman, um, quite in touch with myself. So a lot of men try to come on that angle to try, which I to- which I get, but it, you can tell when it's not authentic, when you're not actually like that yourself. Does that make sense? Mm. So no, I think so. Do I need so to what you're basically a bit saying is that men are talking to you and they're speaking about for argument's sake chakras and crystals and reincarnation or things yes. like that but they're doing it specifically to try and get you interested rather than because it's yes. actually what they're all about yes and it's so irritating mm. and very off-putting <laughs> mm. and how can you tell when a guy isn't being real how can you tell that's fake well, I've only just established it myself. Like, is it just an energy or did I, like, say things that give the game away or what? It's definitely the energy and it's the way they articulate their words. You, you can oh. just tell that it's not natural. And yeah, gotcha. a lot of things... Um, in bed sexually, um, mm. I can find a lot of... Me- well, not just me personally, but with stories and chats that I've had with my girlfriends and stuff... 
Um, a man can sometimes want to focus so much on pleasing the woman and getting things right that, for example, so say if he's trying to find the spot on the clitoris, for example, he's really searching for this spot and that's his main goal, is to search for this spot and then when he finds it, he's going to do what he's been told to do, what he's been taught to do, which is to penetrate it or rub it or do whatever. Um, and he's just doing it with just like robotically and it's not natural I've really said that wrong <laughs> no you know you, I get it I totally get it because look here's the, here's the thing I, I get that 100% so from my perspective I remember that I hit the age of about I think I was about 13 or 14 and all of a sudden, everyone around me was claiming to have had sex. Now, I'm sure they were lying, but at the time, I didn't think they were. At the time, I thought they were just telling the truth. <laughs> and I remember hearing girls laugh about, like, some girls. They were literally 13 or 14. Like, Jesus Christ, they were so young. But they were laughing that they had sex with some boys. And the boys put their dick in the wrong hole. Oh, my gosh. And they, these girls were just laughing about that behind their backs. So I'm hearing that age 13, 14, and I'm thinking to myself, my God, if I do the wrong thing in the bedroom, it's over. Yes. Like, I'm fucked, I'm screwed. Mm. Yeah. So then the, the idea of sex wasn't fun. It's like, it's literally like sex felt like going for a job interview mm -hmm. or like but like a really but like a really important job interview mm -hmm. where it's like your family's starving and you need to feed your family and you're there and you're in front of this billionaire who doesn't give a shit and he just sits down there with his arms folded and he's like impressed me and that is the exact energy it. that you get from it while the man's feel in the moment you can tell that you've got so much pressure on you right now just enjoy my body just relax and explore me my body is different from another woman's anyway so you're not going to get that exact spot like right away do you ever tell a guy to like lighten up or loosen up have you ever done that yes i've tried to encourage a few things actually um but only ever the last few years i wasn't as confident in the bedroom as i am now I used to find speaking very awkward and talking back to a partner very awkward. I wouldn't or, like wouldn't know what to say. I would always mm. just either just agree with what they're saying or just do a slight moan because <laughs> I would <laughs> never know what to say back. Um, but now, oh, yes, hold on, are we now talking about I'm more dirty talk now? In touch with myself, I'm definitely able to be confident enough to tell a man to lighten up and. Uh. But how does that go, though? Because here's the thing. I remember I was in bed with a girl, well, a woman. I was, I was having sex with a woman like six months ago. And yeah, it was six months ago. Anyway, I did something and she went, Kieran, that was absolutely dreadful. Don't do that again. She either said dreadful or awful. I forget which one it was. But anyway, the point is this. The point was this. I just didn't do that thing again. I can't remember what it was that I did. But I did it, she didn't like it, so I filed it away in my little old memory bank and I was like, do not do that again. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to lie, there was a little bit of a twinge, but fundamentally we were having great sex, I just didn't do that thing again. But I'm aware of the fact that not most men are like me. Uh -huh. So when you have 
given a man instruction or directions or what have you, does that usually go well or, or not? I suppose it could leave a dent. Actually, no, because going back to my last partner, I think if I was to say oh. certain things, it might make him feel a type of way and he'd go within himself a little bit, like you said, and that then will come out in the bedroom because you can tell that he's gone within himself and he's lost his confidence. But I suppose what she said to you as well, I wouldn't have put it like that. It's the way you communicate it, I guess. Did she communicate I mean, it during uh, while you did it or after? Yeah, but I mean, look, the thing is this. Here's the thing. It, from my perspective, it wasn't a big deal because we were there, we were fucking, it was great, you know? Um, we were talking to each other, loads of dirty talk back and forth. But then at some point I did something she didn't like. She let me know. Mm -hmm. And then we moved on. Like that, that was it. But you felt a little bit of a dent afterwards that, and you've never done it again. Yeah, I, I never did it again. But personally, here's the thing, here's the thing. Personally, I would want to know because whatever it was that I did and for the life of me, I actually can't remember. I really can't. I'm trying to think like, what the fuck did I do that she didn't like? Because it might work on another Let's say for argument's sake. Well, the thing is, I think whatever it was that I did did work on most women, I think so. Uh-huh, yeah. If there's a gun to my head, if there's a gun to my head, I'm going to say I tried to choke her. You what? But I, I honestly can't remember. But I think I tried to choke her, I think. Okay, oh my gosh. Right. That's, a lot of women like that. A lot of women like that. But that is something that I suppose has to be... Mm, yeah. I wouldn't completely well, lock it away and never do it again. <laughs> No, 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 never with her. I didn't lock it away in general. Just with her. It's just like, she does not like this. So, there we go. I think that's healthy as well, that you're able to communicate what you like and mm. don't like. Um, but... I find as well, I've, there's a few things that men like that I do that only one or two men don't like and I get really shocked when a certain man doesn't like another thing that a man, another male, do, another man does. Yeah, it's weird, right? Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, I remember years ago, I had this girlfriend and I discovered this technique with her and this technique always made her come, like literally always, always, mm -hmm. okay? So I'd be fingering her and then I would take my fingers and I would curve them so my fingers are shaped kind of like a an L so I've got two fingers and instead of being sh straight they're curved like an L or a C yeah and I would do that while I was inside it and then I would rotate my entire fist so it's kind of like she's got a giant fleshy hook inside her that's twisting and rotating Kieran she was <laughs> wow what you like the sound of that yes I do <laughs> you sound like you know well, what you're here. doing <laughs> you know what i was proud of myself when i came up with this but here's my point right so i i did that with her and she loved it it's like every time i did that she would be in explosions of sexual ecstasy mm -hmm. and then i remember after we split up i did it to like two other women and nothing and i was like i was so disappointed i said like, hold on this is my ace in the sleeve like this is my special move the fuck oh. <laughs> 
it only worked for her it was a perfect shape for her you just have to adjust it a little bit basically yeah yeah perfectly for her oh. all right well tell me more about your um sexual experiences like what the hell is life like as a woman when there's these things called men that you have to deal with and engage with and just what's it like like just talk to me sex life i feel like a lot of women well everyone i'm sure everyone will agree with this and i know it's probably going to sound a bit boring like everyone says the same thing but it's just so true a lot of women get like looked down upon for sharing their sexuality and just simply being sexy and oh my gosh Kieran what was Mm. the question again what's it like what is life like for you as a woman dating men right um but you're doing a great job that you're saying a lot of women get looked down upon for being sexual okay I'd say that it's it's quite difficult simply just it's just the communication I find dating nowadays communication is just so poor um I find I have a lot of like to say for now for instance I'm having a chat with someone at the moment we've been speaking for quite a long time we've met up a few times but we haven't got serious or anything but the way he communicates with me is really really poor is blatantly not interested to be honest he just wants what he wants when he wants it but it, it doesn't even get to that so I'm, I get very confused by men's communication and what they actually want from me because if it's just sex mm. make that clear enough but then, I, I, don't, I don't know okay. I just find it very hard to establish what men actually want from me I don't know if that's my own insecurities the way my own brain works, the way my mind thinks, but I just find it very hard to establish what a man wants from me and what he can bring to me, what he's trying to offer. All right, so I totally get why you're um, confused about that. And it's interesting what you said, because first you said that women are shamed for being sexual and expressing their sexuality mm-hmm. which is 1000% true and I say that all the time you've probably heard me say that on this podcast mm-hmm. that a huge part of the issues that people have is that women are shamed for being sexual and because of that it makes things harder for everyone because men have to work five times harder to get to know women and blah 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 yeah yeah then you also said that it's hard for you to know what guys want from you because I guess what you're saying is that there are times when a man just wants sex or probably does want sex, but you don't know if he just wants sex because he's probably offering the world or he's acting like he wants more. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yes. Mm. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. So think about it. Sam. Think about it. You're a man and you live in a world where it is wrong for women to openly express their sexualities, which then means that every woman you meet is pretty much acting like she's Snow White or Mother Teresa or Princess Diana. And she's acting like she's never had an orgasm in her life. And she's acting like if you, I don't know, if you see her as a sexual being, that that might be a bad thing. And she's doing that because of trauma, but that's what she's doing. Mm -hmm. So you as a man, you then think to yourself, well, you're in front of some woman 
she's a decent woman she's not a whore and she's not a slut she's a decent woman therefore if you were to say to her that you just want sex she's gonna run a mile because she's a decent woman mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so these guys feel like they need to lie yep that's the truth yep. because if he didn't if he felt like he could just say hey i just want to fuck and you'd be like yay then he'd most likely just say it yeah so i think it's a situation that just i don't know it just it fucks everyone really be, over really the Nobody only way really i suppose it can be undone is by women like myself i guess just being more open to sort of change the narr the narrative type thing so men can learn Actually, to be more exactly real it. and honest with women without having to feel like they have to sugarcoat everything or like they're going to like they're going to offend us or something like that no that's exactly it yeah that's exactly right because for instance when me and you were communicating you said to me oh i do sex magic and manifestation through masturbation and it's like excuse me <laughs> so i happen to know what that is but most guys listening to this don't have a fucking clue what you're talking about <laughs> but hearing like what the hell is excuse me sex magic masturbation bringing things into reality what the hell is all oh, of that that's beautiful so it's basically having an orgasm with intention and uh -huh. it's connecting with yourself during that moment connecting with your chakras and different energy centers of your body and i don't know if when you have an orgasm your legs well women's legs shake and mm. All the energy runs down our legs we get numb legs and cramp and stuff so the idea of the intent for the orgasm is while you're having an orgasm you're going to you're trying to channel all that energy up through your body through the center of your body and up out of your head to bring it into the energy into your energy field rather than it going down into the ground you're bringing it all up um with intention in mind and then bringing that into your energy field to into reality basically okay and so that's some sort of like deep breathing or something like that as you are masturbating or having sex right yep there's um no uh, you can do okay. these breathing techniques during sex as well as you're about even better as you're both about to climax if you've got the same intent in mind all right and as a result of doing this what is the effect in your day-to-day -day life so you're having sex you're masturbating you have an orgasm you're bringing the energy did you say up to the top of your head as opposed to down into the floor mm -hmm. and then what happens so then you become more aligned with yourself more aligned with your life and things around you and you'll notice synchronicities like certain things will just like align things will happen for you um for instance like the other day i went shopping and it's quite a chock it's quite a chock block it's hard to get a parking space but i told myself i knew that i was going to get a parking space if i go down this way so i went this particular way and just as i went down a woman came out so i had her space and that kept happening for a few days after and just little things but you generally become more in touch with yourself and you feel 
you feel lighter, you feel happier. I don't know if you've ever had a massage and you feel really good after a massage or you've ever meditated and you feel like lighter after a deep meditation. It's similar to that. Your, your energy field just becomes more aligned with yourself and your purpose. So how often do you do that? Because that sounds like something you're doing every day. So at the moment, I would I'm imagine. challenging myself to do it every day for 30 days, but not just clitoral, it's, I'm doing cervical orgasms, so I'm going deep to do, and I have to do that every day, but not just, I really have to like set the mood and make myself feel sexy, and then I'm doing that for 30 days, and I'll let you know the results of how I feel. But so far, every day, I feel tingly. I feel like I'm having orgasms throughout my day. If I have something happy or if I feel really good, like I get this scent, this rush where I feel like I'm having an orgasm. I think the male version of what you're talking about is semen retention. Mm -hmm. Because I don't know how much you know about male sexuality, but the idea is that when men orgasm, or at least when men ejaculate, we lose a lot of strength and vitality and power and yeah. passion, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. That's the idea. Mm. So I dabble with semen retention. When I say dabble, it's like the goal, I'll do it for about two weeks and then something will happen and then I'll break it and then I'll go for about another two weeks or so. But by and large, I'm ejaculating much less often than most men. Mm -hmm. Now, the longest I ever went without coming was about two months. And I swear to God, it was weird because I was physically stronger in the gym. Really? Like, literally, I was physically stronger. It's like, hold on, I'm lifting more than before. And my body was more muscular as well. And when I was walking down the street, it's like my walking speed increased by about 25%. I'm like, why the fuck am I marching so fast? I was marching. I was literally walking down the street like a soldier. He's a man. Like on his way to battle. Yeah. Oh, wow. But then here's the thing as well. I was more creative. Oh, wow creative ideas were coming to me as well i love that and it was it was nuts but then the weird thing is this it's like the longer i can go without ejaculating the more and more all of this stuff increases mm -hmm. but then the stronger the urge to ejaculate is it's very weird okay it's almost like you get this mm, go on no i was just so maybe that so intentional ejaculation would probably really work for you then. Because if you're ejaculating um, with intention, mm. so all of that stuff that you've stored up, all of those creative ideas that you have, maybe write that down on paper. It's going to sound weird, though, because a lot of men think that it's a bit weird. But so writing it down on paper and then masturbating to the thought of it. But I don't, I don't know how that sits with you. So what you're saying is... Let's say I have this goal, and this goal I've got is I want my book to become an international bestseller. Mm -hmm. So I write that down on a piece of paper. Mm -hmm. Then you're saying I would sit down and I'd masturbate thinking about seeing my book on the Amazon top 10 list or what have you. Yeah, as simple as that. And I'll just think about that. Yeah. And then while you're, and you'd have to do it, mm. you can't just do it once and expect it to happen, especially if you're not a person that's connected with yourself because it takes time and it takes practice to really trust and have that connection. But if you was to practice that on a daily basis with that same intention, 
then it will definitely you'll definitely notice the differences in your life and you'll definitely notice that your life will align and you'll meet people and you'll be put in certain situations that will make for your book to grow and for that to happen for your end goal to happen you'll literally watch it unfold all right so i've got a question so i hear all of this and i go hmm this doesn't sound too dissimilar to stuff i've heard before mm -hmm. and i also go well what the hell do i know about the nature of life and the nature of reality anyway who's to say that this isn't actually true because we as people tend to think that we know all there is to know about reality and the way things work but we actually don't we're discovering things all the time mm -hmm. and a couple of hundred years ago they thought the internet was impossible the telephone was impossible and airplanes were impossible but we have those today so then i think well what do we not know now that we will know tomorrow mm -hmm. or next week or next month next year but for some guy who is in the middle of toronto and he's listening to this and he's like what the actual fuck is this dumb woman talking about? <laughs> she needs help. She's out of her mind. <laughs> yeah, like this dumb bitch. Who is this crazy bitch? Excuse me. So I'm just going to sit here, stroke my hard dick, and somehow that's going to make my dreams come true. <laughs> or, or he might say, all right, well, I've been sitting here stroking my hard dick to the foot of me fucking beautiful women for years, and that hasn't happened yet. So, okay, yeah, I hear that. Right, so what I'm saying is, where did you get this idea from? And where can guys go to research or to verify or whatever? Well, I'm starting to actually dabble and teach myself about it. But I got a lot of the information from podcasts and YouTubes. And YouTubes, yeah, YouTube videos. Um and just main experience for myself from actually doing it myself i'm yet to do it with a partner where we both feel the um advantages and everything together but myself like i could definitely feel the whole difference in my body and the way that i am and everything uh, all right and before we go so I don't know if I'm allowed to say it. What are some... <laughs> you, oh, go you on. You can find me on my Instagram. Sorry. I have Instagram mm. and I do have OnlyFans. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that, but I guess you can cut that out if it's not allowed. No, no. No, go for it. So I have OnlyFans and an Instagram and I'm lovergirl91 on both of those. Actually, I've got a question about OnlyFans. So... There's a narrative in society, especially in, uh, especially in scenes like mine where this podcast is going to be hosted, which says that you as an OnlyFans girl, what you're doing is this. You don't want to work. You don't want to have a job. Mm -hmm. And you are taking advantage of the fact that you being a woman gives you possession of something that allows you to live in society for free being your body mm -hmm. and that all you are doing is taking advantage of simps who are men who are so desperate for your time and your attention and your affection that they will pay 10 20 30 dollars a month mm -hmm. just to chat to you and see pictures of you that they could jerk off to for free on Pornhub and that you don't give a flying fuck and that, again, it's a very cynical enterprise. So what would you say about that? Okay, well, firstly, the OnlyFans comes second. My whole sexual enlightenment and healing journey 
comes first and it's empowering for me to be able to take these videos and take these pictures and speak the way that I'm speaking with men that appreciate a good appreciate it there's a lot of men on this platform that are not what people would think they're there's a lot of respectful men that really do appreciate your time and the effort that you put in and I just find that my OnlyFans platform is yeah I'm monetizing my self-worth and my explore the way I'm exploring myself sexually because I find it empowering and I know that's probably really like empowering that every woman says that but not every woman is looking in the mirror the way that I'm looking at myself. Not every woman is taking footage the way I'm taking footage of myself. Not every woman is getting to know their body the way I'm getting to know my body. And it is so fucking empowering. And if I can make money off that and support myself and my daughter, I'm going to do that. So here's the thing. I see what you're saying because when I think about your like your actions online and everything that I've seen you or heard you say today. It's like, I, I haven't seen your OnlyFans, but I imagine it to be this kind of journey of expression where you are giving yourself to the world. Kind of like me with my storytelling. So when I write books, I'm not this hacky kind of writer who's like, hey, this is what people want to see. People like to see stories like this, or that's what's trending well. So I'm going to create a story that's trending well. I literally go into my soul and I say, what the fuck um, do you want me to say? And then I say whatever my soul tells me to say. Mm-hmm. Like I just, it yeah. comes from within. And what I love is when people read my stuff and they go, ah, oh, that book really inspired me. I absolutely love that story because they resonate with the core message of the story. Mm-hmm. And in doing that, they're actually resonating with me because my story came from me. Yeah. I think what you are saying is that you use your OnlyFans in the same way, which is that you are getting to know yourself as a sexual being and also exploring and celebrating yourself as a sexual being as well. Exactly. And you really like the ability to share that with the world and find people who resonate with it. Yes, because on in all honesty, like my family and friends would tell you as well, I, I'd happily probably share half of the stuff that I do for free because I love sharing. I love learning new things and then sharing it. I love to be able to help other people grow or assist in that growing or giving them that aha moment that flip, flips that switch and changes their perspective. Like it does something for my soul. Like I love it. And sexual enlightenment is a big big part of our life and sex is a big powerful part of our life and I feel like it needs to be the perspective of it needs to be changed and a lot of male energy masculine energy needs healing so that's what I'm there for (laughs) Mm. so something I find about what you've said today is I'm inclined to think there's probably truth to it. And when I say truth to it, I mean like the whole idea of sex magic and manifesting things into your reality through sex and things like that. Mm -hmm. And this whole exploration of yourself as a sexual being, because I've said this before, but like, why the hell is sex so demonized? Like, why? So why do we live in a world where 
it is such an evil thing for a woman to engage in her sexuality. Why? And I generally, I don't, I personally don't. Yeah, let me switch. I personally don't think for a second that the powers that be really give a crap about us. I don't think they do. And I don't think that we're told the truth about what the universe is or what life is like or what's actually going on. I think that we are basically peasants and they give the peasants what the peasants need to know in order to do the things that the peasants need to do. But essentially we are just peasants and we're treated accordingly. And I guess what I'm trying to say is... If we're living in a world where sex is so rabidly demonised all across the world and it's apparently this terrible thing, it makes me wonder what is the real reason why they've chosen to do that? What is it that we don't know that if we did know would destabilise their power and their control, which is what they're trying to divert us away from, which is why mm-hmm. certain things aren't discussed? Yeah. So it just makes me wonder. Or what the hell do I know? And I feel like sexual sexual energy and sex itself is one of those powerful, most powerful things. I mean, it creates life, doesn't it? So it's not really more powerful than oh, that. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good point. It literally does create life. A woman's body is beautiful. So this might be a good place to end it, but. Do you have anything pressing that me or any of the other men who are listening absolutely need to hear from you? Um, Just, I encourage men to really become in touch with themselves, get to know themselves and love themselves before and before becoming just basically learn to love and connect with yourself before entering any type of relationship or um, connections with a woman. Just learn to go within and be yourself. Actually, I would definitely say that because... um, How can I put this? You see what you've been talking about where this guy is just very systematically trying to do something that he read he's supposed to do in order to make it happen Mm -hmm. and that he's not actually engaging he's not enjoying enjoying himself he's doing that because in his head the only way he has worth is if he absolutely nails this thing and it's a very stressful time but for him to feel like he has no worth unless he nails this thing means that he inherently doesn't feel like he has worth Otherwise, he wouldn't be so desperate to nail this thing in order to prove himself to you, you know? Mm -hmm. And, yeah, he's putting pressure on himself. And that's sad. And that's something that I... It's sad. It's very sad. I like that. Yeah, it hurts me. Mm. So just, yeah, I just encourage all men to just become in touch with themselves and confident and build their (laughs) self-worth. Yeah. Yeah, I echo that, I echo that. And um, another thing I'll say to the guy who's listening as well. So here's something I found. It is infinitely better to do something quote-unquote wrong and be told that you did something wrong and to not do it again than to be in your head and constantly scared and worried about doing the wrong thing and then create that awkward vibe that you were talking about where you're with this guy and he's uncomfortable and you can just feel that there's all this pressure. Yeah. 
once I learned to just absolutely just let go and just have fun, my sex life became a lot better. And actually, actually, there's a little story before we go. I went to this uh, tantric sex seminar some couple of years ago. And when I was there, one of the things that they had us do was pretend to be an animal. So, but in, like, we're there and we're, there's about 50 of us and there's like 25 men, there's 25 women. And we're all doing these sexual exercises. And there's this exercise you had to do where you were pretending to be an animal, but like in the bedroom. So you're pretending to be a lion or something. Mm-hmm. And I remember we started doing that and I, I was so judgmental. I was like, why the fuck am I going to pretend to be a lion? Like, what, what kind of bullshit is this? I'm not going to do that. It just sounded so ridiculous. But then I, I thought to myself, I was like, hold on. If I just went to an improv acting class and I said pretend to be a lion, I wouldn't care at all. I'd just do it. So I was like, why do I have such a big hang up about sex? why I can't pretend to be a lion in the bedroom. Like, if I can pretend to be a lion in an acting class, why can't I pretend to be a lion in bed? Yeah. I was like, huh. Like, I've got this massive story about what sex is meant to be. Exactly, yeah. And it's meant to be this thing. I'm not supposed to be a lion. I'm not supposed to be, I'm not supposed to be acting and pretending to be stuff that I'm not. Did you do it? Well, did you? I mean, like I did it in the class. Yeah, I can't say there's ever been a time since then where I've been in bed with someone. I thought, <laughs> you know, oh fuck it, let's. You know, I'm Simba from the Lion King. <clears throat> but actually, why not, though? Oh my gosh! Next time, you really should just get on all fours, turn round, and just be a lion, and just see what she does. You, you know what? I, I promise, I will. That's actually what I'm gonna do. Oh, please right. let me know. <laughs> yes, I think it will work. I think it will work. <laughs> <coughs> Jesus. But yeah. Um, but yeah. Thank you, Perry. Thank you, thank you. Thank you for thank having you, thank me. Thank you, thank you. Lovely. I would love to come back again mm. and talk more. Well, yeah. I, I think we actually need to make that happen. Yeah. But um, I'll put, I'll have thank a lot you more to the to guy say, who's listening. Have, be, sorry. I'll have a lot more to say and I'll be more... Because I've only been on my OnlyFans now since November... And Christmas time was really quiet, so I'll have a lot more to share with my experiences and stuff like that next time. Well, actually, yeah, let's definitely do that because I would really, really, really like to hear more. All right, but anyway, bye, bye, bye.